So uh, in the town that we live in, uh, there's a county fair going on. Uh Um, There's a big football game going on um, where they allowed tailgating. Mm -hmm. Um, We're all going to (laughs) die. Hopefully not. But (laughs) maybe. I don't know. One person dies. Yeah. That's Um, right. The math. Let me check the math. (laughs) That math checks out. Yep. I... uh, I was just driving by and the carnival looks very fun or the fair, I guess uh-huh. there was lots of lights that you could be seen from the road. And then in the other direction, there were some fireworks um, oh, fireworks. coming from the stadium. And I was like, Ooh. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. so yeah. Uh, I don't want to go to school Monday because I don't want COVID, uh-huh. but we must, but we must. Cause it is our job. Education waits for no man. Um, I also know there was a football game for my school on Friday. So lots of nice, nice knowing you. I'll be looking for a new co-host. You're as dead as I am. (laughs) Well, my fifth graders probably didn't go to the football game. Yeah, but they were more likely to go to the fair. That's true. There's got them one way or the other. (laughs) I love it. I love it here. (laughs) So uh, we'll probably be taking the next few weeks off because we have COVID. <laughs> we'll be um, quarantined. and Luckily, we're both fully vaxxed, so we probably won't go to the ICU. That'll be fun. Yeah, this is cheery. <laughs> this is a cheery starter. It's about fireworks and carnivals. Of course it's cheery. Fireworks, carnivals, and football. <laughs> what more could you ever want? Fall in Oklahoma. <laughs> hey, the State Fair starts Thursday. Oh, that'll be great, too. <laughs> I didn't realize the State Fair was happening. Okay. We seniors, went. seniors get in free on Tuesdays. Just mm. I'll tell my students. Which seniors? <laughs> Adults. The old. The olds. Oh, old. The old people. <laughs> okay. Is the state fair not free? No, I don't think, eight, no. eight dollars. Oh, I'm sure there's a coupon at on queue. Like every time there's an yeah, on a Dr Pepper can. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh. Dr. You know, I'm, I confession time. I've never been to the Oklahoma State Fair. It's a it's an all right time. Okay, I think there's something kind of special about it. At least once, um, I'm probably <laughs> more partial to the Texas State Fair. Yes, because we always <laughs> went there growing up. Like every fall, we would go yeah, and go to the we fair. We go fall break. Is it in Austin? In Dallas? There's no great country songs about Dallas, so I can't sing one. I mean, I'm sure there is. We just don't know it. All could, my exes live in Texas. You could say some of those exes. P.S. This is Austin. I still love you. Amarillo by morning. Um, There's got to be a country song about Dallas. But that's a good fair. Double L-A-S. Okay. But the, yeah, I feel like state fair is kind of fun. The rides are a trap. Death trap. Yeah. Money trap. Ooh, does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? That's close. That's pretty close. <laughs> anyway. I just remember once we went with some friends. And there was a booth where you could see the world's smallest woman. And we did. And we just felt really bad and sad after we did it. <laughs> so if you go to the fair, don't do that. I didn't realize how bad of an audio this was going to be. <laughs> Chances eating M&M's. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm sorry. He's enjoying okay. their peanut butter M&M's. He is enjoying them. Sorry. <laughs> no more of that. Anyway, State Fair, Texas State Fair. I've never been. I hear you can get a fried Twinkie.
Brought to you by Kia, unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance. And I'm your other host, Cameron. They might drive a you Kia. Seem, you seem really impressed with yourself. I don't... <laughs> For that one. No, I am just <laughs> defending myself because of the look you gave me. <laughs> I don't have any idea what's happening. It's the Dallas theme. You said there was obviously before your time. You you probably don't even know who shot Jr. (laughs) I don't. There we go. That's an answer to a question. (laughs) Song about Dallas. That's for all your seniors out there. Okay. Since (laughs) he's already made his appearance, this is an episode about dads fatherhood and so we needed to bring in an expert and i thought who better to talk about being a dad than my dad not your dad you're right not my dad <laughs> my dad so here he is because it's my dad my dad coming on our show boy meets world fever what he's doing good to know i got dads who will always podcast with me because it's my dad <laughs> yay scott liner <laughs> oh my dad you have a name you are a person <sighs> of yourself <laughs> we use your name your human name <laughs> scott yes yes hello scott hola how are you <laughs> i'm good i'm good uh, or fine i'm well i guess that's the proper english response i'm well you know this isn't a grammar podcast you yeah. can say whatever you want <laughs> i'm good your mom's <laughs> in the other room she can't correct you oh Ooh. yes she can <laughs> Wait, is your mom the grammar Nazi? She's more so. I feel like well, she likes where do you... correct pronunciation and all of those things. How do you think Cameron learned it? Mm-hmm. She says not for me. She says, do you have a pen that I could use instead of a pen? Pen, it's a pen not a pen. Eh. Pen. Eh. I feel like that's how I always say it. She really she hits it hard though. Father was always a grammar Nazi, and now that I am an adult. I realize his grammar is atrocious. <laughs> Speaking of atrocious, no. Did you see that episode 14 of season four? Wow, already getting into it. You're, I love it. I'm just kidding. It wasn't atrocious. It wasn't. It was something. No, I, I enjoyed it. Maybe? It was, I feel like it was just some of my thoughts. I feel like it was an answer to stormy weather and kind of the how he felt about Eric's 18th birthday and kind of how rough that was. And I feel like this sort of treaded some of those same paths, but did it a little bit better. Yes. Yes. And no. Yes. And no. There are things that it did well and things that it did not well. Just like all of us. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess we're jumping into it. Oh, but we got to talk about your dad first. Yeah. Got to talk oh, about yeah, my Sure. So dad, boy meets world. So sorry. What is your history with the show and your history with Cameron and, and your history with me. How do you know what's your connection to this show? <laughs> well, we used to watch it all the time. It's just, it was a staple in our home. Mm-hmm. Boy meets world. It was, it was a good show. This, uh, Boy meets world. Um, Denise and Ferb, uh, Rugrat, you know, uh-huh. well, we're running the campus here. <laughs> all throughout, throughout time. Yeah. All through, I mean, the boy meets world was a cool show. Still is a cool show. I like it. Yeah. Do you like, like it? it or Rugrats better? 
I like Angelica, but no, um, just just kidding. (laughs) I don't know, you know, I mean, and then, and I've been watching Knight Rider lately, so I guess I'm torn to Boy Meets World a little bit since Mr. Feeny is Kit. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Mr. Feeny was Kit. So you got some (laughs) William Damien in there. Wow. Mind is blown. I did just blow (laughs) my Where does Phineas and Ferb rate against <laughs> Boy Meets Ferb? Phineas and Ferb. That's a whole other podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you and your dad need to do a Rugrats re- rewatch podcast. <laughs> uh, Phineas and Ferb. I still watch Phineas and Ferb. It comes, you know, it's everyone's when we're somewhere and it's got Nickelodeon. Well, we have Nickelodeon now. What with Paramount streaming, I guess. I think Tony Ferb is Disney Channel or Disney, one of those streamers. Um, Disney. where's where's Perry? Oh, I I've only seen the show. I've seen many episodes of that show, but only over the course of one day mm-hmm. because it was one of the shows in college that me and some roommates caught on a marathon uh-huh. and we watched a lot of it on one day. Also the ABC family show Greek. We also caught that one and watched a lot over one day. Uh-huh. So I've seen many episodes of both, but only one time. One, one time. Um, well, well, Perry South of Stillwater. But anyway, that's true. But, but Perry's the platypus. Perry. Yeah. Is- disappears because he's also a secret agent an agent that's right naturally that's right like why Going do i explain it's so obvious it's so obvious. <laughs> uh, captain obvious. Come on. i can't remember a single plot line from that show it's been a decade so. um boy, boy meets world though i like boy meets world yeah it's a good one it is it's a, good, a one. good one we should do a podcast about it that'd be fun i'd listen let's start right now with episode 414. Yeah, that makes sense. We're better to start than right, <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. And I think we are somewhere right in the middle. Yeah, I was just thinking. Of the whole show. Like, we have to be close to, like, smack dab in the middle of the whole run. Look sure. at us. We've, we've done it. We're halfway there. Living on a prayer. Yep. Um, so I'm going to give a synopsis of give us the episode. episode. So it's Corey's 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Um, and so... Corey has a plan to get his license, travel to Atlantic City with Topanga and Sean to go watch a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Where he Uh, takes his shirt off. uh Uh-huh. Ahuga. And (laughs) Alan has some other ideas for how he would spend Corey's 16th birthday with him. And naturally, they don't talk about it. So naturally, conflict arises um, between father and son. Hilarity isn't really there that much no it is not a particularly hilarious episode no it has its moments it does it does um correct me if i'm wrong wrong. you guys have some connection to clowns yes am i making this up Um, my no animals i make balloon animals yeah i can make one balloon thing and it is a balloon like sword but sword like like the judge made like a saber yeah it's got a guard that's pretty good what i make i can do a dog i can do a passable dog yeah, I've done Woody Woodpecker. Whoa. Yeah, he can get crazy with it. See, yeah. there's lots of reasons I brought him on for this episode. I thought you had a relative that was a rodeo clown at one point. Am I making this up? <laughs> you have a rodeo clown? No. Okay. Now, we do know of rodeo clown. Chuck Swisher? You remember Chuck Swisher from Dover? He is a rodeo clown. 
Huh. Well, excuse me. Uh, what do they call them? Bullfighters now because clowns are too scary. Are well, too scary because of Stephen King. Yes, because of Stephen King and just in general. Just in general. Just because of and, and Bozo and Ronald McDonald. But that's not the point. Joker. <laughs> the Joker. Uh-huh. The Joker yeah. Yeah. Um, I have to stop the Joker. Someone who Sorry. likes clowns as much as uh, Corey concerns me. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, his scary dream about a clown. Yeah. That he has. Exactly. Um, Why does he collect these clown hats? Yes. Oh, we need to get to what's on a clown burger because I need to know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was two patties because it was his birthday. I do remember that. I just, what is on a clown burger? What makes it clowny? Okay. Well, we can get there because can. that's in this first <laughs> scene um, where we just open up. They're at Chubby's mm-hmm. and Corey and Topanga and Sean are all in a booth and they're just discussing the plan. Uh-huh. It's the eve of Corey's 16th birthday. And the plan is as follows. They're going to go together. Corey's going to pass his test. They're going to get the car, go to Atlantic City to watch Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. But why Atlantic City when they can watch the movie right there in Philadelphia? Why Why not? I guess. They, they didn't just, have cars before. Because well, Sean says, because we can. Yes. He stains the table really hard. Because we it's, can. it's down the road. It's not that far. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did calculate it. It's about an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I've been there. When I was in Philly, we were like, hey, let's go to Atlantic City. So we did. I know people who often go to the beach in Jersey stay in Philly. So it makes sense. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, I was surprised. I guess I didn't know geographically where Philadelphia was in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. to realize it's so close, like mm-hmm. across the river, New York City and Everything's all right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to be able to ride a horse between it and New York City in the day. That's true. Whatever day to that was. To not be beset by robbers. Yes. Which day? At whatever day that it was. Just, is this an important day? No. Oh. <laughs> Just what the, during the day. Back in the back day. Back in the day. Back in the day. <laughs> that was Back a- in the saddle again. Oh, dear. See, it's not that far, but it is just kind of like, really? This is where we're going? This is what we want to do? But I get it. Some of that freedom. Topanga's like, I don't want to go see some action movie. Jean-Claude takes his shirt off. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I know there was a Friends episode about Jean-Claude Van Damme and Monica, I believe, going on a date. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the one, it was from the one after the Super Bowl. Um, and so they're, they're like Julia Roberts was in that one as well. Um, but I guess I've just never in my mind thought like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Auga. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was hot back in the day. I mean, he was very popular, but. I mean, were you a big Van Damme fan, Scott? Yeah, he and Steven Seagal, you know, they were the, they were the stars of the day. They were the kind of the precursor to Jackie Chan, so to speak, you know. Back to yeah, in terms of American popularity, American popular because you know back in the seventies, you know Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. before the facelift, he was pretty popular. You know with Rocky, you know and mm-hmm. Rambo, Rambo and uh-huh. Rambo and all that. And as that took effect, then he had Terminator and Schwarzenegger, and then all of a sudden Van Damme becomes popular, and Steven Seagal, you know, he he was kind of like the environmental protector of things, you know, or something with his karate kicks and all that stuff. I'm curious, are we in 1996? I thought it was 1998. That's what I'm looking up right now. No, because they graduated in 1998. Oh, so this would be 97. 
90, late 96, early 97. Are you looking up movies? I was. 1997 movies? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, to be specific. Uh, okay, it was 97. Double Team came out in 97, but it was in April. I don't think we're in April just yet. Well, I think we actually have to be pretty late in the school year because that's where Corey's birthday is always mm-hmm. been. The Quest came out that year, 1996. September twenty, September 13th, 1996, Maximum Risk. Double Team. Did you say that one? Which one? Double Team. Yeah, that one was in 97. I um, think that's got to be the one. Is it R? And you get... Yeah. Well, that's what Van Damme and Dennis Rodman... <laughs> Which one's the one with Van Damme and Van Damme? Oh, Van Damme, Rodman, and Mickey Rourke. Yeah. I've never seen this movie, but I want to. I just really wish that it was um, Street Fighter. (laughs) That would be a lot earlier, I'm thinking. (laughs) That would be like 92, 93. I could be wrong, but. I don't know. Van Damme movies. Let's just, in general. Well, we know that um, Corey's birthday is pretty late in the year. Because we've got Eric's in about February. February. And then Corey's comes after that. Yeah, at least a month or two after that. Ooh, Universal Soldier, but that was 2010. Yeah, so <laughs> a little bit later. Double Team <laughs> has a Rotten Tomato percentage of 11%. That means it's probably pretty fun. Yeah, I'm about to say, that actually makes me want to watch it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Which is, which was the one where he played, but he was in it, two characters. Yeah, he was two characters. What was that? That's... Cameron, Google something. Let's do it. I've been Googling. Where Van Damme plays two characters. Double Impact? Yeah, it was Double Impact. Oh, I've seen Double Impact. 1991. The Quest is the one I, that will always stick in my mind. Mm-hmm. Bless their souls. Bless their souls. Yeah, Double Impact, but that was 91. The Expendables 2. That's a quality, ridiculous movie. I love The Expendables 2. Expendables 1 is fine. Expendables 2 is amazing. Never saw 3. I never saw three either. They turned it down to PG-13, and what's even the point? <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to go to Atlantic City to watch it. Well, I mean... Because they're R-rated over there, It's supposed right? to be that ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Why are we holding back here? We need some Suicide Squad levels of gratuitousness. So it, it could be maximum risk. Mm-hmm. It could be, but I'm thinking it's much more likely... That it's double team. Well, here's the thing. When Alan asks what movie they're going to see, Corey says 101 Dalmatians. This was 96, late 96 was when the Glenn Close live action 101 Dalmatians came. (laughs) That he could be referencing that. But it would have stayed in theaters a lot longer than a random Van Damme. Mm -hmm. It could have been Maximum Risk. Yeah, I'm thinking those are the only two options, though. So one of those two. This is this is important. We're not going to have any other timeline stuff to have to worry about in this episode. <laughs> I'm only joking. We have a yeah. lot to have to worry about in this episode. Yeah, a little bit. A little um, bit. We have some easy outs for this one. This is not going to be a hard one, no. I don't think. Well, that's good. But yeah, so they're going to do that because they can. And then Corey is just like, yes, tomorrow I'm a man. And then the waitress brings out their food. And she's like, who had the clown burger? It's like, oh, me. I collect the hats. It has a little clown hat on it. It does. Is the hat all that makes it a clown burger? What's on a clown burger? Mm, look it up. Chubby use maybe the older hamburger meat so it tastes a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's here and you're making dad jokes. Yeah, I gotta keep up. Uh, I wish we had Nolan on this episode. Three generations of mm-hmm. liners. Three, three generations of liner men. Is your grandpa still kicking? No. Nope. Hey. 
kicked his <laughs> kicked his last kicked his last kick. Kick. I, I'm sorry for your loss. Well, thank you, Chance. I appreciate that. Clown burger. What's on a clown burger? Oh, you just he's straight just, up looking it up. He's googling it. <laughs> Cameron's dad googles something. My dad googles something. Hey, seeing Cameron Google something is my. Is that like a? Is it like a good burger? Welcome to Good Burger. Home of the Good Burger. Can I take? And take your order. Clown burger. Classic clown burgers. Identified as a fifties vintage burger joint. A thin patty on a flat top grill with all the fixings. Hmm. Okay. Okay. This one just has a little clown on it. Clown hat. A little clown hat on it. Okay. He collects the hats. Mm-hmm. Sure. I have no problems with this. And For then, some reason, McDonald's comes up a lot. Just saying. Well, that's true. Yeah. That makes perfect sense, actually. I gotta go get the clown burger. They don't really use Ronald McDonald anymore, do they? No. I feel like they kind of moved away from him. You remember that one Ronald McDonald commercial where he goes up to that girl in a field who's playing with snow and she's sad? It's like no. a Christmas commercial. Must have blocked that one out of my mind. It's kind of weird. They're all kind of weird. Just approaches a random little girl uh, in a field. They should have stuck with Grimace as the main mascot. Oh, I didn't know he ever was. He was one of them in the Hamburglar. Hamburglar was my favorite. Classic look. Oh, isn't isn't the one the one with the suit and the burger head? Isn't that like Mayor McCheese? Or yeah, something? Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. We're on the playground. Remember the old playgrounds? Did you ever play on the old playground? The big hit. I remember Clinton and Clinton, they had one when I was a kid. Clinton, Oklahoma. Is is this like a specific old playground or something? Um, All McDonald's playgrounds used to be be based off of that, like those characters. Those characters. I don't remember this, but I've also got much of my childhood blocked out because of trauma. So there was a McDonald's that had a Nintendo 64. Mm -hmm. Around that time, like the mid to late 90s, they started redoing a lot of them and they kind of moved more in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they obviously took those away, sadly. Yeah, because they were the inspiration for the first toys, the Happy Meal toys. I did know that. Oh, right. But then we cut to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Alan is very excited. He has just hand washed the car. Uh Uh-huh. Early in the morning. Yeah, early in the morning, apparently. Or maybe he's doing it mid-morning and thinks Corey's still asleep. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the time on this and the day of it is in question. The day of well, it? Because it's just like, I don't feel like the DMV is really open on Saturday. Because that's too convenient. And the DMV is anything but convenient, Chance. Well, let's look it up. I know you don't have a lot of experience with these things. I don't. But <laughs> DMV hours. This is modern day, so it may not be the same, but um, would the Noble Taggart agency be the closest analog? Uh, probably. Um, let's see their hours. They are closed on Saturdays. Yeah, so I'm just like that, but if it was a school day, no one ever seems to go to school. Uh, some tag agencies are open nine to noon. Mm. Well, yeah. maybe. Maybe it, was, maybe it was summer and there is no school. Well... That presents a problem because they're in school in the next episode. Yeah, they were just out. Of, they were just in school before. They're going to be back in school again. Yeah, because Mr. Feeney wasn't in school, so it had to be on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must have been a Saturday. Maybe a very yeah. spring break. Mm-hmm. When did that Cameron get his license? <laughs> it took a while. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, is over. Let's hear it. Coming, everybody. 
<laughs> yeah, this was a episode that hit home in many ways. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had a big fight and I drove off. No. Did you just want to drive? You just wanted to be free on the open road. Um, if I wanted to, I was prohibited by my driving ability. <laughs> Wait, now this story must be it told. It has to be told. So I was, went to go take my driver's test. With um, your dad? With my dad. Did he Clinton. really early, very excited? No. It was at Clinton, wasn't it? It was in Clinton. Yeah. Um, and so I was going. It was fine. I wasn't doing great. I was also in our big like F-150 truck, which I, was, I don't feel like I drove a whole lot. Um, Were you in the truck? I was in the truck. The first two. We'll get into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was driving and he says, turn left. I was like, okay. And then I started to turn right. And then I was like, no, wait, you said left. So in the middle of my right turn, I start <laughs> turning left. And the corner of the wheel on the front passenger side goes up on the curb into someone's yard. And apparently, if you do that on a driver's test, you instantly fail. I didn't get to do the rest of the test. He's like, turn around. We got to go back. Turn around. Could potential around. destruction of property. You can't. <laughs> Complete your driver's test. <laughs> so we wait the time. We go take it again. I finished the test, but I didn't pass. <laughs> the third time, I took our my small little Geo Metro, which is like one of the smallest cars ever. Bigger than a smart car, but just barely. And uh, I passed it that time. But it took it took a few tries. Very nice. What was this from your perspective like, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> when was that? That would have been 2004. 2004? No, 2005. 2004. Doesn't you would have you would have turned 16. 16. In 2006, I turned 18, so 2004. Yeah, yeah. So we were at Burns Flat because mm-hmm. that's why you would be in Clinton. Yeah. Okay. Is Clinton close to Hinton? Sort of. Mm. Anyway, so in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's on out 40. In the grand scheme of the entire universe. They're basically the same place. <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm trying to remember. I mean, you you, you kind of take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. Well, you, you know, you know, as a parent, you you try to make it a teach everything a teachable moment, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just really hard <laughs> to teach. <laughs> Some moments, you know, uh, right in the people's yards. <laughs> you, you wouldn't have to say it. <laughs> yeah, you know, just go ahead and say it. No, <laughs> but it was. It, I, I'm sure Cameron was disappointed the first time, but I don't. Yeah, you were, but it's like okay. You, you, you just laugh about it. You just kind of we, you know, we our family. We kind of we kind of joke about stuff. You know, we use humor to deflect <laughs> a few things. Some mis- that's an unknown thing to everybody who listens to this show, that I'd be a person who would use humor to deflect from things. And so, you know, it's like, okay. And uh, then this the second time, yeah, it's not quite as humorous as the first time. <laughs> and, uh, Dude. You know, I'm sure... Mom Beats World might be the, a good consultant on this particular one. But <laughs> boy needs mom or whatever. I don't know. I need to 
We'll have it every moment on an episode. But we were watching the episode together and we kind of had a few chuckles. <laughs> reminiscing. And, and you know, and I, I forget things too, seriously forget things. So it's like, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> well, we have now, at this month of your life, mm-hmm. you have, assuming you got your license at 16, you have now lived more of your life with a driver's license mm-hmm. than without. It's been a little more than that, even because it would have been like, because I got it in December. So I'd be like 16 and about two to three months. So about March. Yeah. So, yeah. So this would be your halfway point, right? Yeah. A little over. A little over. Yeah. yeah. See, when we, we took our driver's test at school. We had driver's ed as a class at school. Yeah, we had that too. And then they took us to the driver test. You've told me a story about that. Haven't you? Probably. We used to have this. We used to, we used to driving simulator. Ooh. Did y'all, did y'all, you know, where you kind of like the inspiration for Mario Kart, you know, but <laughs> and you had, you know, like a big projector screen and you had a steering wheel and you had to learn how to use the clutch, you know, the four on the floor, baby. Mm-hmm. And and then you would do things. And I just remember one time in our class, it was like, you know, they would have this movie and this, like something would run in front of you. You know how those simulators are? Like they always show you like on NCIS or FBI where the back, you know, when they're in the deal firing ranges when people are like, oh, don't shoot the baby, boom, you know, or whatever. So they would do this in the driver simulation. And one time was all of a sudden we all, everybody in class failed because like somebody bringing out or something and and it wasn't any big deal and everybody swings on the brakes and you hear all these foots bam and everybody's like ah! and then the <laughs> screen comes up and says you all failed you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of, but i remember we took it we we're like in an 18 wheeler trailer you know yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense <laughs> you know so, so confused uh-huh. was this like was this the late 70s? <laughs> the late 70s. That would have been in 1980. 1980, yeah. So pretty much the late 70s. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Well, let's see. Yeah, it would have been 79 because you took driver's ed before your birthday. So, but we took it in summer. It's like summer. So it would have been summer of 79. Summer of 79. <laughs> nice. Back in the summer of 79. <laughs> Someone in driver's ed made a mistake so big that everyone <laughs> ran over a person with my 18-wheeler. <laughs> I got my first real DUI. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a difference in your face. Yeah. Not as exciting. But yeah, so Alan's excited for Corey's driver's test. And he's like, I'm going to take him. And after he passes... We're going to go eat steak and egg, home fries. Which makes no sense. Why? Yeah, because that's what he did with Eric. Well, it does, and it is, but... But he didn't do that with Eric. Well, no. We'll get into this here in just a second. Oh, wait. Well, because he failed. He failed his driver's test. Yeah. So the second time... Alan would have gone and done that. Oh, we can assume. Yeah, we'll just... We'll assume. But um, if they're going to go eat steak and fries, why do they already have a meal at Chubby's planned? Room reserved. <laughs> <With a> room. <laughs> well, this is breakfast. 
Oh, so <laughs> he's his home fries and eggs and steak. Okay, so it's like a breakfast. So we're thinking like this is like seven o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh, this is early. Yeah, you get up early, you start the day. Okay, you know. so we're thinking he's just gonna like head on over, get the DMV, be at uh-huh. the steak and egg place by like eight thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. makes sense. Yeah, so having the dinner at Chubby's makes sense. The idea of not putting aside the entire day to go to the DMV just doesn't comprehend to me because every time you go to the DMV, you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it take it takes a long time. You're there the whole day, especially when we lived in Massachusetts. That was like a whole day adventure. I did it once with Nolan when he was like a baby baby, like maybe three, four months old. <laughs> Just had him in his little stroller. Everyone thought he was cute. Didn't move things along any faster. <laughs> my baby is dying. Please, Please. let me renew my license. Oh, I, and by my baby, Ooh, I mean me. Wow. I'm dying. Um, so yeah, he's wanting to do that. And Amy's like, "Did you okay? Did you talk to him about it? And he's like, you don't have to talk about these things. They just happen. You just you just know that that's what's going to happen. So both Corey and Alan are just being big idiots. Corey and Alan both suck in this entire episode. Corey's like, I'm going to go to another state the day I get my license. Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel comfortable enough to drive across state lines to another city, not just through, because I'm sure I'm thinking Philadelphia to Atlantic City. It's not real, realistically like country roads. No. It's probably an urban area the entire time. Oh yeah, it's definitely a turnpike or a highway. Turnpike, yeah, yeah I've, I've been, I've driven on it. I don't know why they got a speed trap. It's a turnpike. <laughs> anyway, that's another it's... part. That's another uh-huh. part of the evidence. But yeah, <laughs> so one Corey should have discussed his plans with his dad, with his mom and dad. Anybody yeah. could have told someone. And then on the other side, Alan should have said, "Hey, these are the expectations. This is the tradition. This is what we do." Yeah. And if both these things were expressed, it probably would have been okay. Yeah. He'd say, okay, we'll do this. You do this with me. After we do that, you can go with your friends. Yeah. Or, no, you can't. That's stupid. Yeah. Probably more of where that would go. I, I wondered watching this if it was like a middle child thing that they were kind of trying to hint at. That like, since Corey's the middle child, he like seeks things outside of his family more if it was more of like a like a middle child specific problem they're trying to play up mm-hmm. because this whole conflict is stupid to me like yeah, yeah but it happens it happens maybe not over drivers but as as you find out as cameron will find out there's always something there's something that and just like the episode who's at fault everybody's at fault because it's the old assumption thing. Well, it's tradition. We've done this. We've done it before. You know, well, just because we've done it before doesn't mean it was great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but then we, we've all in our lives challenge, you know, that rite of passage. You know, there's rite of passage moments, you know, a driver's license. It's the same thing as like the last night of school, you know, your last day as a senior in high school or your graduation night, you know, and nobody can tell me what to do. I graduated high school. I'm a high school graduate, you know, and um, graduate. <laughs> graduate. <laughs> and, and so I, I think maybe the writers, I don't think uh, it, it could be a middle child, but I mean, I don't, I don't have a middle child in my family. So mm-hmm. I guess I can ask. Mom is mom. the middle child. She knows. Mom is the middle child. Hey, Ma. <laughs> Come here a minute. Because <laughs> oh. it's my mom. <laughs> my mom. My mom. 
coming on our show. Um, do you I, have middle? Do you have the middle child syndrome? What do you mean? <laughs> 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 we're, we're talking about the episode uh-huh. that we watched, right? Right. And so it was the statement was made. Was it? Was Corey testing it because he was a middle child? I think I was different though because I was the only girl and I had brothers on either side of me. Oh, see, she, mom was different because she, she was the know, Morgan. She was the Morgan, but in the middle. Mm-hmm. Morgan in the middle. Morgan in the middle instead of Malcolm. <laughs> Heck, if you will. <laughs> Susan, you come say hi to your son and chance if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> she said no, thank you. She didn't mom. Well, I said hi. She said hi. She said hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Don't worry, this is an audio format. Nobody will see you. Yeah, it's true. Okay. This is audio only. There is it's, no- it's audio only. It's not oh, a. Okay. Even though they're on video, yeah. it's all audio. Hi. <laughs> hey, <Mom. laughs> this episode is going to have a really homey feel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just everyone. Okay. Uh, There's my mom. Everyone. Pause. Pause. No. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> Uh, that was sweet. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because Corey just leaving and his dad making assumptions both. You're like, okay, well, if they talk this out now, everything will be better. But what actually happens? It just gets worse and worse and worse. <laughs> yes. Uh, Corey comes in and he's like, I got my license. And Alan becomes a passive aggressive little baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you could say that. Oh, well, fine then. <laughs> First, he's like, oh, yeah, you got your license. Well, I want to be chauffeured around for a change so you can drive me around. Mm-hmm. Right. Do some errands. I'm sure it would be kind of fun riding around with your dad. But then Corey's like, oh, no, I meant my friends. My friends, my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alan's just like, "Yeah, oh, okay. Well, and, and his response, like, right when he tells him, is just like, oh, that's great. Just... Uh, absolutely absolutely great mm-hmm. <laughs> and he just kind of walks away head hung uh-huh. hung hung down low very sad and then yeah the whole like well so yes i think alan is being a passive aggressive little baby but Corey is also being an inconsiderate big baby, <laughs> big baby. <laughs> it's a family of babies because <laughs> like his mom even says like your dad is hurt uh-huh. and he doesn't even think to be like Oh, I'm going to throw my dad a bone. Uh-huh. Or I should talk to my dad about any of the actual issue. Yeah. Uh, I spent most of my life despising my father. And at this point in my life, the point that Corey is at, my father wasn't even in the picture. Like I go months without seeing him. Um, and even I would do better at consoling my father's hurt feelings than Corey <laughs> is doing here. <laughs> Like, yeah, I feel like this just feels really out of character for him. Just like very suddenly to just be like, man, I'm, I'm what I, it's all about me and what I want. Uh-huh. Um, not that Corey's like a big selfless hero all the time. No. But he's not like this. No. This is just as tone deaf as you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. While my father and I yeah. do not have a great relationship now, I we do have some sort of relationship and it is better than it's ever been. So, And it's better than Corey and Alan right now. <laughs> yes, it is. Just just throwing that out to podcast land. Mm-hmm. But now, so Alan leaves, though. He's like, I'm going to just go run some errands. I really do have to do that. 
take a couple hours. When I get back, car's all yours. Yeah. Which seems like a potential solution. Things aren't resolved. Right. In my mind. A compromise. A compromise. Yeah. But in my mind, he's definitely saying like, I'm hurt. So I'm going to go away for a while. Mm -hmm. And like, I'll get this back to you when I'm feeling better. Yeah. So he goes off. Then we cut to the backyard. Maybe one of the funniest scenes (laughs) when Corey's sitting there and Morgan comes driving around the corner in the power wheels. She's like, I'm Corey and I'm going to watch an R-rated movie in Atlantic City. (laughs) Corey comes behind her and says, let me help you make the matinee. He just pushes her as hard. (laughs) She's like, daddy. Wow, she's really going fast. <laughs> I, I like I like how like Alan comes up. She, he's not even concerned. He's just like she's like screaming for him. He's yeah. like, huh? <laughs> yeah. How about that. Oh uh, uh, yeah, and Alan's like, hey, I know I said it'd be just a few hours, but you know, one thing led to another. Mm-hmm. And Corey and Topanga have gone, or Sean and Topanga have gone home. Yeah, where they were going, I have no idea. Yeah, it's like, why not just hang out? Didn't you put the whole day aside to go to Atlantic City? City anyway. I mean, they were going to Atlantic City. Why did they just decide to go home? Might as well just hang out together. Corey can drive Topanga's car or... Yeah. Sean probably doesn't have a car. Yeah. It's hard to guess, but Topanga probably does. Because he's poor. Mm -hmm. She had the Mustang, did she? I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know whose red car that is at the beginning. Oh, we never know. I thought that was Topanga. She would. She would. Um, Yeah, then things just get worse. And Corey's like, where? Well, we're we're going. We're we're leaving. And he's like, no, you got to come to like family, your family birthday dinner. We've reserved a room. (laughs) Yeah. Reserved a room for the seven of them or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And it's in 45 minutes, you need to be there. And Corey kind of flips out. He's like, well, yeah. And I actually understand Corey's anger here. Mm -hmm. Like most of the time, Corey's being an insensitive, entitled little so-and-so. But here, like another uncommunicated expectation. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just assume things. One of my greatest pet peeves is when somebody like assumes I know something and doesn't communicate it back to me. Like it gets way on my nerves. So when Corey flips out about this, I too am like, yeah, I get you, Corey. Did the Matthews not talk? <laughs> I guess they don't. I, yeah. I mean, it was a episode of assumption yeah. going on there, you know. This is what happens when you assume you're wrong sometimes. <laughs> you're wrong sometimes. Most of the time. <laughs> um, so Alan leaves. Corey sits there defeated. Eric comes in. <laughs> Yeah. Are you terribly, terribly sad? So this is another thing, maybe the third or fourth that we've talked about on this podcast that like I've just internalized my whole life because I say this all the time when I see someone sad, but like <laughs> fake sad, I'm like something got you terribly, terribly sad. <laughs> like I, I've done that my entire life mm-hmm. that I can remember. I'm trying to figure out who he's channeling as he says that. It kind of gives me like Dana Carvey church lady vibes from SNL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. a little bit. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Isn't that just special? special? Isn't that special? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I don't know. 
I'm not sure. I don't know. I've said this my whole life. <laughs> Something got you terribly, terribly sad. It's that. It's just so funny. That farmhouse there. I've been up since six o'clock. I've been up since six o'clock, and that's a bad animal, man. <laughs> Those four are just things that I say all the time. We've got one more coming up for sure. Oh, boy. Can't um, wait for the reveal of the fifth. It's true. Um, but they're just things I say in my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Eric comes and he's kind of mocking him because he's sad. And that's what brothers do, I guess. is mm-hmm. They mock each other. I don't have a brother to know. You don't have a brother. My dad doesn't have a brother. Nope. None of us know. No. Ask Nolan. I know yeah. that. Well, they they do like to <laughs> and tease each other. So I guess it makes sense. And we all know that you were terribly cruel to your little sister. So... <laughs> Terribly, terribly cruel. Terribly cruel. <laughs> yes, she's traumatized. She never grew because of that. Mm-hmm. She just she <laughs> just under five foot and stopped <laughs> because you were being mean to uh-huh. her. If I was encouraging. She would have like a plant, you know. Uh huh. You talk nicely to a plant, it'll grow better. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but, uh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, Eric is uh, Eric's mocking Corey, and he's like, did. When you were 16, yeah, I had the same great hair. <laughs> um, and then he's like, okay, like, but did dad still treat you like a kid? He's like, no. And he basically explains, like, the only reason this is happening is because you're the last man for dad to do this stuff with. Mm-hmm. Um, if Morgan was just a man instead of a girl, you would be fine. Yeah. And he says, like, you know, when I turned 16, dad just, like, thought about his own death and went and bought a cemetery plot. Oh, everything. that's right. I forgot about it. <laughs> Other than that, it was fine. Yeah. And he's like, if Morgan was a boy, and Morgan like comes in in a tutu, got a tutu. In a tutu. Um, yeah. and Corey can cock some kind of Operation Liptonstein pony or something, and just uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> tries to boyify her. Yeah, boyify her. Sure. So then yeah. we come to she's still in the tutu, but has a foot Muhammad on. Yeah, and Corey's like, hut hut hike, button hook. Button, button hook. And he throws the ball and it hits her in the back. I do not know what a button hook is. You just you go down and turn around. Hook. I know that much. You just. Oh, okay. So you kind of run and then do a sharp U-turn. Yeah. Hook around. It's like a button. Short gains. Some short gains. See, okay. So she all- did a go pattern. She just go. Okay. All of my football knowledge comes from NCAA 14, which we played a lot in co- – well, it was after college. Mm-hmm. But we played a lot of – and in that game, that was called a curls flat. Yeah, a curls flat. Okay, button hook. Yeah, okay. I got gotcha. you. Curl. Yeah, okay. I, can, I can see it, though. But in that game, that play was king. Ten yards every time, guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah, because they're expecting you to go. Uh-huh. And then suddenly you've turned around and you're just wide open. It's true. It's like Top Gun. You throw on the brakes and they fly right by. We we had a friend in college that Cameron yeah. lived with at the time who was very competitive and also very into that video game. And he got mad that I'd do the same play every time and I would beat him every time. <laughs> he had a very fiery personality. Uh-huh. Just a mystery, that one. <laughs> so he would get very mad at me. He's like, you don't even know what you're doing. I'm like, yes, I do. Clearly I do. Clearly, I know what I'm doing um, because I'm winning. Um, and then he's like, well, let's try this. Put these on. And she's like, I don't want to put on boxing mittens. And he kind of ridicules her for that. But in the first season, when Corey gets the, the silver gloves, it's she refers to them as mittens. Yeah, he's he like, does. why do I have these mittens? So you don't really have room to talk that your sister, who's younger than you were then, 
yeah. doesn't know that they're boxing gloves. She calls them mittens because Corey called them mittens. Yeah. And, and he's like, and all you do is you just wind up and you hit me <laughs> like this. Frenchie yeah. clocks him good. He flies over the back of the couch. It's a nice moment of slapstick. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, okay, now I'm going to go put on my party dress. He no says, dress. No, wear my pants. pants. Keep the helmet on and call a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Both funny moments involve Morgan. Mm-hmm. That's about it for the funny moments. Mm-hmm. Except for maybe the judge. Yeah, we'll get to the judge. Um, so then they are at Chubby's. Mm-hmm. In the back room, reserved for them, mm-hmm. the Matthews family and Corey and, or and Sean and Topanga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Whole room. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised, though, because then Eric's 18th or his graduation party, it was all Corey's friends. It was. So I would expect at this party it to be all of Eric's friends. But Eric has no friends. <laughs> he has no friends yet, right? No. Next season. Yeah, Next season, to- season. Season five or six, he starts getting friends. Yeah, season five and six. Yeah. Each one he gets a new friend. Even in even in this very season, Corey said, only the friendless, dateless losers. And Eric joins in singing. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's him right now in his life. If Jason hadn't gone off to Europe, Europe to be with Desiree, Eveline, Hollinger, Beaumont. Yeah, what could have been? <laughs> what could have been? Eric would have still had a friend. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they're talking... And then it comes out that they're going to see this movie. Um, and then Sean even lets it slip out that they're going to Atlantic City. Uh-huh. Um, he's like, plenty of stuff to do in Atlantic City. We'll go hit up the tables. Yeah. So if you can't get in the R-rated movie at 17, you can certainly go gamble in the casino. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Is Atlantic City gambling age 18 or 21? 21. That would make sense. You want to serve that? You would serve that alcohol. Yeah, you want to get the bad decision juice flowing (laughs) in order before you start letting people do that. I believe in Vegas there are eighteen casinos, but most of the big ones are still twenty-one, or be pretty enough that it doesn't matter. But that's a different topic. (laughs) We're not here to talk about that. Um, (laughs) That's girl meets world. That's girl meets. Yeah. Um, so things just sort of blow up. Corey's like talking about how he's a man now and all this stuff. And then the waitress comes and brings him another clown with two hats. With two hats. Because it's your birthday. He's like, woohoo. I mean, woohoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. And, and then they just had to do like a whole, like, if you want to be a man, you want to go to Atlantic City? Fine. And he's like, go. fine then. And he like takes the keys and he walks off and Sean being just the worst in this episode. The most clueless. The most clueless, the most idiotic is just like, yes. Uh, Topanga's yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite in this scene. She's uh-huh. like, I know I shouldn't go with him, but there's a part of me that's not mature, sensible at all. And who just wants to get in that car and go, Awuga. <laughs> Thank you for your attention at this difficult time. <laughs> <laughs> I walked down. Then Eric walks in. With the red car cake. Yes. Which is a cool cake. That's a cool cake. This was before like the Ace of Duff. Cakes. Yeah, this is before Duff. Like really more popular. Uh-huh. So that'd be really cool. It would be really cool <laughs> even in this era. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> yes. I want that to be the new birthday song. It is your day of birth. First Thanks. day here on earth. <laughs> happy birthday. 
if I am to understand this correctly, is a copyrighted property, correct? Mm-hmm. So no yes, one can is. actually use it without paying for it. Technically, like media uh-huh. is that true? I believe so. That's why on t- on movies yeah. and TV shows, you hear him sing like, "For he's a jolly good fellow." More often, All right? Like a happy birthday, um, unless you want to pay to have to sing it. Yeah, and like restaurants have to come up with their own happy birthday songs. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy birthday. Watching this video, or it was a composer, and he kind of broke down the happy birthday song and then kind of remade it to be better because he's like, why is the emphasis when we're singing like happy birthday too? Like that's the accented word is too. Like why? Like he like went and he just like redid the whole thing. It was really cool. Um, just kind of like right then in front of a bunch of people just sort of broke the song down and it's like, why? Well, we should sing it like this. And it's like the same words, but the melody's different. That's cool. That's cool. Or we could all just all just switch to Eric's version, which is <laughs> clearly superior. I <laughs> just like it. I think I missed something. <laughs> I must have missed something. <laughs> Eric just thinks this. Oh, Harrison. Harrison. Happy birthday is considered public domain since 2015 because the guy that said it was copyrighted lied. Ooh. Ooh. Drama. Happy birthday to. And he agreed to pay back $14 million in royalties. Saying that he copyrighted Happy Birthday. Well, in that case, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. We don't have to worry about your copyrighted material. Yeah. Jerk. Mr. Birthday man. Copyrights. Yeah. So, yeah, just there's a, some sort of problem with Matthew's man on milestone birthdays. <laughs> I, I think the episode wants us to side with Alan in this episode. Mm-hmm. But I just don't. I can't really side with either of them. No. Oh, I can. No. <laughs> I, I mean, if you have a talking point, please give it. No, no. I like the judge. The judge, yeah. The judge is the only sensible one. Mm-hmm. Which I guess maybe is why he, he sends the judge. Alan as well. Because mm-hmm. maybe you're not supposed to side with Alan. Yeah. I feel like the show doesn't really set up. <laughs> never come to the conclusion of like, you're right or you're right like even at the moment of like confrontation at the end he's like you need to apologize and like say you were wrong he's like i can't do that and then alan's like i can't either it's like it's not really setting up that either one of them is right or wrong i guess i guess the episode punishes Corey more and he's much more petulant just saying things like um just saying things like you can't treat me like a kid anymore i'm an adult now i've got a license and it's just like shut up no, you're not. Like, when you are 25, you won't be an adult. Shut up. Yeah. Your brother tried to pull this and he turned 18 and he actually had a leg to stand on there. Because yeah. he's, he's legally an adult. You right. just can drive. Um, yeah. So then we cut to... <laughs> they're driving. Uh-huh. Corey's driving. Yeah. This is you. And this is me and my girlfriend and my best friend and the moon right behind us. Those are headlights. <laughs> Go around, please. <laughs> Go around. <laughs> there's so much about this scene that does not make sense to me Uh they're apparently on a country road with a speed limit of 25 Uh uh-huh not the turnpike to Atlantic City well yeah it can be the turnpike can it no you go go fast on those things no no it's I don't know what they're doing but there is apparently a passing lane and 20 cars piled up behind him yeah, he's going very slow. Well, 18 and a 25. <laughs> he's like, that's check slow. my speed. 18, I'm up to 18. Hope this thing has airbags. 
<laughs> I was just, yeah, I was just like, what is happening right mm-hmm. now? Yeah, and then as he's saying that, and Sean's like, what's the difference? We're all going to die here. <laughs> um, and so Corey's finally like, fine, I'm going to start to live dangerously. He's like, 23, 24, 25, 26. No, he he doesn't say 26. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm breaking the law. (laughs) And then the lights start flashing behind. He's like, we all saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently they take you straight to court. Uh I don't know how speed traps work. We've lived in a speed trap. It's over. That way. You've Um, lived in a speed trap? What? Yeah. Yeah. Our house was in the middle of a speed trap. Uh Dover. Oklahoma. This is a little town of like 500 people. And what is just a speed Oklahoma's trap? deal with naming towns after other towns? Well, there's only so many names, Chance. Dover? I, mean, I was like, you lived in Dover, Delaware? No. Dover, Oklahoma. Okay, anyway, keep going. Um, yeah, but it, I mean, it's basically what it was. It was on the highway. But like You would have to slow down to go through it. And they would bust people all the time. <laughs> my hearing sirens are my... There's sirens here. Okay, like several. It's really right? adding to the ambiance <laughs> of being arrested. <laughs> like, well, and he's got sirens on too. Ooh, my dad's got the soundboard plugged in right now. The soundboard. Yeah. Yeah, because, because, yeah the police, the, the police in Dover would always pull people over during church services on Sunday night, and you'd pull them over, and they would pull into the church parking lot, and we were trying to have church, and the lights were going off. Yeah, my dad was the preacher there. You're right. For everyone who's listening, who probably doesn't know that. <laughs> and so after church, I went and talked to the guy. I went and talked to the police, the police officer, and I said, "If you're going to disrupt our church service by pulling people over, then we get ten percent of all the tickets." <laughs> and so he waited to pull him over for a whole block. So he. He thought I was serious, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. You must tithe on your speeding ticket, ticket. money. Yeah, that's right. So they didn't take him to a strange court no. where there was nothing yeah. found, even, a, even an ATM? Um, not an ATM. We had an ATM, probably. I don't think I was really aware of it. Yeah. It was like fourth to sixth grade. But probably in like a gas station. Yeah, I think down on the corner. Yeah, yeah. okay. Surely we did. So we I, had a bank. Yeah, we had an ATM. We had a bank. We did. Yeah, there's a bank in Dover. Huh, we had a bank. We had a bank. Did you go to Dover High School? I went to Dover Elementary. Oh, I went to Dover Elementary. Oh, in Richardson, Texas. In Richardson, Texas. I went to Dover Elementary through sixth grade. And Cameron went to Dover Elementary. I just Carly went to Dover Elementary. In Bigaroni. Bigger Bigaroni. <laughs> My favorite place in all of Oklahoma. Finger Oni. No. Finger Oni. You can't. They need to just combine and become one town that is called Binger Oni. Well, yeah. You can dream. Fort Cobb Broxton. No. Bray, Bray Doyle. Bray Doyle. Burnsville City. But Bray, none of those sound Bray Doyle good. Donkeys. Ray Doyle donkeys, yeah. That's, that's where all my cousins went to school, actually. But, but none of them sound as good as Bingeroni. But Bingeroni just needs to drop the hyphen. Bingeroni. <laughs> Is it beefaroni or beefaghetti? Oh, I don't know what that is. Like beefaroni. Oh, okay. <laughs> come on, Chance. Come on, Chance. It's the dad episode. It's a dad episode. You got to be ready at any moment. 
So I have to apologize to Scott for just a second because things are about to get a little more wild than you probably signed up for. This is another purgatory dimension, correct? Yes, Sabine. This isn't a thing. And they go to a set that looks exactly like the school set with a judge that makes balloon animals who is clearly a TV personality. Mm-hmm. And they get judged on life decisions. They are no longer in the sp- Physical the world. Physical world, they're in the spiritual world. <laughs> right? Bingaroni. <laughs> Bingaroni, exactly. <laughs> Bing pot. <laughs> um, it makes sense. We have another Pottsville situation. Yeah. Um, and even at the end of this scene, well, not this scene, but like the scene here, they make it very clear that it is a metaphorical speed trap of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the end of the episode. I'm just saying. It's, yeah, this I mean, is, this is purgatory. Yeah, so we've theorized, Dad, in the beginning of this season where Corey and Eric are traveling and they end up in this little tent, like side of the road, like tourist trap. Home of the world's largest yogurt cup. That we theorize that it's sort of like a Brigadoon, Shangri La, whatever okay. kind of emerging out of the mist and retreating, appearing sure. as needed, sort of like a pocket dimension or a purgatory um, <laughs> that you can become trapped in uh, kind of well the matrix is coming out next year it's true the matrix was res- re- resurrection resurrecting. was uh resurrecting the matrix resurrection i said it's resurrecting oh yes okay. i was using it as a <laughs> but anyway okay go back to brigadier um yeah so but i mean it, it stands to reason if that one exists this is one as well yeah I, but while watching it, I, I was like, oh, this has to be like, because mm-hmm. that is, these are clearly the doors for the school. This is clearly a dressed up version of the school set. Yeah. Like, and Judge Hubert Lamb is like Irene, mm-hmm. kind of one of the lords of this in between space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The hanging judge. And you've only got so much time to. Yeah. And out. again, they're rescued by Alan. They are. They are. Alan, for some reason, cannot be trapped by in these hell dimensions. In these hell dimensions, because <laughs> he's, he's really his name's Peter. Yes, Saint Peter. He is. Yeah. He is Saint Peter, rescuing people. Because they make it very clear he did nothing wrong, but he has to be there anyway. He has to stay there. He can't get out. There mm. is no ATM for them uh-huh. to pay the fine that he has to pay. It's a speed trap. Yeah, so like, how does, how does Mr. But how does Mr. Feeney, what character would he be? He's like the go-between. He's he's the bad decision that Corey makes. Because Corey has the chance to call one person, and he calls mm-hmm. Mr. Feeney instead of Or is Mr. Feeney the god Hermes? <laughs> he's the messenger god. And <laughs> yeah. so he, he ferries people to is that, the, is that like the FTD florist guy? Uh-huh. Yeah, because in mythology, Hermes, Hermes would take you to now, the underworld where then you would cross the river and then go to the underworld. Now, Feeney being some kind of messenger with some insight actually does make sense because before Alan went to Pottsville, Feeney talked to him mm-hmm. about his sad life as a grocer. <laughs> we're back at it again. <laughs> it's like we're, we're bringing up the grocer thing again. <laughs> Are we like, could he be like Coco? Oh, I haven't seen that movie, but. It's good. You should watch it. We're gonna we're gonna have a movie marathon. Remember me. me before we started the episode that he's not seen the Princess Diaries. So we're gonna watch the Princess Diaries. You've not okay. seen the Princess Diaries. That's what I said. <laughs> oh my god! I've seen a lot of movies. It's one of them. Not the Princess Diaries. It's, it's a Julie Andrews' best role since Sound of Music. I haven't seen Sound of Music either. But that's Take besides that Mary the point. Poppins. <laughs> oh. Oh, I yeah, I forgot seen, Mary Poppins. 
You've not seen Sound of Music? No. Well, you can pick something I've not watched, or maybe two things, and we can watch them. Okay. Like Van Damme. <laughs> I, I've seen quite a few Van Damme movies. We, we'll, we'll talk about it off air. <laughs> okay. Maybe it can be a bonus episode sometime, as uh, we have know, these four movies that we've not seen. Listeners out there, send us your suggestions. What should Godfather. Cameron and I watch? Godfather. Godfather? One and two. Have you seen Godfather? Godfather Part Two? I don't know if I've seen Part Two. It's the, uh, it's the it's first. Also- it's the first sequel to ever win an Academy Award mm. for Best Picture. It's a sequel that is a prequel, isn't it? Both. Yeah. I guess it is because yeah. doesn't it show? Yeah, it's a Corleone's kind of rise, a sequel prequel, and yeah. sort yeah. of taking over. I guess that's true. I know what it is, but I've not seen it. I've seen I, I the stuff about the rise to power is the stuff that really sticks out to me about that. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is. I've never seen something. It. No, it's a, with the Pope. It what? It's with the Pope. You know, they assassinated the Pope. Oh, I did. Yeah, like you that. do. You know, the one after John Paul too. John Paul II. John Paul II. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but anyway, back to Hermes. The, he, he talks to Ellen right before Alan goes to Pottsville. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, was this not your reaction upon watching this? No. I didn't really think about it. Oh, I, about watching this, I was like, this place isn't real. It can't yeah, be. But now we're going to have to be on the lookout for this in future episodes. <laughs> we're just like, is the ski lodge in season five a real place? Ooh. Probably. Probably. I think it probably is. Um, but yes, he says, if you can't pay your ticket, you have to go before the judge. Uh-huh. They're like, oh, some country judge. Uh-huh. So they all sit down. All rise for Judge Hubert Lamb. And oh, Hubert Lamb. Judge Lamb. I don't have to be worried about Judge Lamb. I got this. He's just imposing. Wait, who is this guy? I'm not sure. Judge Lamb. He looks like a manlier. I've I've seen he was he was a TV actor like character actor. Yeah, I figured since you always know actors, you would know who this is. Judge Lamb. Dan Loria. Camera Google something. Camera Google's it. Google's Dan Loria. Is that who you said? Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like if Carmen the Sing Talker was cool. He is known for the role of Jack Arnold in The Wonder Years. He is Jack Arnold in The Wonder Wonder Years. Years. Oh, excuse me, it's your sister. Is she coming on the show now? Yeah, hang on. Is this a Japanese? Hey. Maybe? Hi. Calling. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm... How was the movie? Oh, it was really good. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys are laughing at me. Huh? What? You're on the podcast with your brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> podcast, you know? Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> On a podcast, your brother about boy meets world. You called. So now you're on it. Mom's been on it. Now you're on it. Okay. So who else is going to show up? (laughs) Has Has Granny made her nightly call to Mom? Do we want to get on here? Yes. 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 I didn't even tell your sister you had a podcast. I think I did. Public information. It's true. I wonder how long it would take to find the podcast if I just Google Cameron Wonder. Guess we're just taking a break for a minute. 
Just a minute. Your Twitter is like pretty high up there. Well, I would hope so. The problem is there's this young female designer mm-hmm. that keeps coming yeah, She's up. pretty cool. You know her? Um, me and her and one other Cameron liner have all interacted oh. via the internet. The other one's married and has some kids, and his wife is also named Sarah. Whoa. I guess I've, I've interacted with one other Chance Anderson as well. Isn't he a musician? He is. The podcast is not coming up as quickly as I would have hoped. I'm going to Google you with podcast. Do you have a, Do you have another podcast with Sarah? No. Uh, two turnables and a microphone by Cameron Liner. Cameron and Sarah give their opinions on topic families may deal with. These include kids, events, religions. There's right. anything they feel like talking about. Must be that? Cameron Liner. There's another Cameron Liner with a different podcast out there. Really? But anyway, back to Hermes. Yes. Back to, back to Hermes. <laughs> back to, um, yes. So. Hell dimension. Mm-hmm. Pocket dimension. I, th- I think it has to be. And the judge is there. He's the ruler here. And the little sheriff or deputy or whatever is sort of his mm-hmm. person he sends out. He's the, oh, there you the, the Karen that ferries people across the river. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you pronounce it Karen. Yeah. Not Charon. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, I think it makes perfect sense. I don't remember yeah. this. I, I don't remember this from Falls Creek, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't cover that one at church camp. That's right. <laughs> if I was at if I was at a church camp and I saw like a breakout session that's like Greek mythology, I'd be like, "Well, now I have to." Yeah, <laughs> it's just fair. <laughs> Greek Orthodox. <laughs> you get in there, and it's just a lecture on like the family tree of the gods. Mm-hmm. No explanation. God and Jesus is pretty simple, <laughs> but the Greeks, the Greeks really had something going on. So uh, let's get to forest anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, I feel like that makes sense that it's that, and so he he gets up there and he's like, Judge, I you're gonna. Like, throw the book at me on my birthday. He's like, it's your birthday? Under oath. <laughs> Under oath. Is this when he's like, bring him up here? Or if you're lying, I'm going to hang you? Yeah. He's like, yeah. If you're lying, I'm going to hang you. And he holds up a noose that he's been making. But he's like, he was just making a noose. Making a noose. He's like, come bring him up here. Yes. <laughs> he's like, dogger hat. Hmm? <laughs> he just pulls out a balloon and blows it up. He's like, I'm tell you what, I'm going to make you a sword. Just so this is actually part of my evidence why it's purgatory. We never see him actually attach a balloon. He just like turns on the air and balloons manifest. Uh-huh. So just, he's just got a tank back there, I guess. <laughs> it was it was next to him on the. You didn't see the tank. Well, I saw the tank, but I never he saw. Never him. tied it. He never tied it. Yeah, he never tied it or attached a balloon <laughs> to the tank. He just conjured it. Yeah, it just like appeared in his hand. Because he's in charge of this world. <laughs> he can do that. He, he can do that. <laughs> so he makes Corey a sword. Not the kind of sword I know how to make. I don't know how to make the sword. The that one's makes. probably the easier one to make. Because it's, well, yours is probably not that hard. Because you just twist it, yeah, wrap you, it, twist it. You make a loop at the bottom and then you feed the sword through. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I know how to make. <clears throat> yeah, this one's pretty easy. You just would like do a double twist. Yeah. Um, I, I think I've done it one time. Okay. Yeah, balloon animals. Are pretty cool. uh, Scott, if we ever do a uh, live show, which we probably never will, but if we do, will you sell balloon animals there for us? Sure. I'll make balloon animals. <laughs> All right. Could you make Topanga's hat? 
Oh, yeah. I've done that before. And swords. Hats and swords. Yeah, hats and swords. You can offer dogs, but you can never make (laughs) (laughs) And what I love here is Sean is just like, what's the the first thing I learned on the streets? Is if a judge offers you a balloon animal, he is going to hang you at the end of the day. (laughs) Because Sean... Sean knows about hell dimensions because he's he's Nemo or whatever. Well, because Sean knows about how people vanish at hospitals, he knows about all of that kind of stuff. He knows about hell dimensions. Mm-hmm. He does. So then, I feel like we got a little bit out of order here because I feel like it's just the initial bit with the judge, and then it cuts to Alan's stuff, and then it cuts to the balloon animals. Yes, but Alan's stuff is very boring. Mm-hmm. But we do have Feeney's just. The lesson here, if you're in an emergency situation, don't call Feeney. Because <laughs> he's long-winded. <laughs> I was just like, get to the point, man. <laughs> Come on. Um, but Alan's like watching home videos of Corey and feeling all sad. And then Amy comes and talks to him. Nothing is really resolved. And <laughs> Morgan comes and is like, hey, can mom, can you come do my hair? And Alan's like, I'm going to do it. And then she's like, are you kidding? It's like, yes, I am kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, Before my most, I wasn't going to say most recent girlfriend. She is still my girlfriend. But I would have thought, <laughs> why is she doing her hair at night? But now I know. You have to like do a lot with your hair at night so you can get it to do things in the morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. My, dad, <laughs> my dad knows. <laughs> Look, this is what happens when you don't do anything with your hair. At night. Um, so I mean, this is an audio not- medium only. So oh, you have long, luscious locks. As far as Could anybody be. knows. I used to have curly hair. Oh, really? You got a perm. I got a perm. Then it all fell out. It was a Bob, was it Bob Ross? I looked like Bob Ross. I watched a documentary about Bob Ross this morning. Oh, it was so sad. It's the one on Netflix. Yeah. It, I cried that one. I cried during this Boy Meets World. Like I'm having menopause. <laughs> menopause. I feel like I was close to at the end. The end. The of end. This, of this episode. Yeah. You're going to cry? It's fatherhood. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. We have a relationship. Okay. Most of the time. <laughs> I have a father. I am a father. I don't, I don't, I don't hate my father anymore. That's good. There you go. <laughs> what are you, a babbling brook? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a babbling brook. I don't remember what it's from even anymore. I think it's Dane Cook. Uh, that's probably true. So um, we do not endorse the man, but that's a funny joke. <laughs> um, but then Alan goes out and back, and then Corey, or not Corey, Feeney comes and says he has something that'll make him feel good, something that'll make him feel scared, like really scared. That'll scare the hell out of you. He tells this long story about how he was never a father because of the responsibility, but now he's captive to all the great joys. <laughs> and of being a fifth grade teacher <laughs> and then he's like and where's the <clears throat> all right there's the bad part where's the good part he's like that was the good part where <laughs> yeah because <laughs> because in alan fine feeney was just saying like you get all these good things uh-huh. but then you like all they want to do is run away from you after that he's like okay that does sound bad yeah. yes <laughs> what's the good part i already said it he's like Corey's fine Good, but he's on trial. <laughs> so I'm guessing Corey called him. Yeah. Um, his, with his one phone call, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we skipped over something. What did we skip over? What are the liner family videos like? Do we Ooh. have a lot of 
family videos? We do, but we don't have a way to play them because we were in between technologies, you know, with the cassettes going to the big cassettes to go into mm-hmm. them. <clears throat> we were pre-digital, so pretty yes. much. I don't remember watching a lot of home videos growing up. No, I actually have movies from your Aunt Susie. Oh, wow. From your what? My great aunt. That are of me as a oh. baby. Like, <clears throat> like Nashy, man. I recently, I recently asked an acquaintance what they did for their birthday. And they told me, oh, I got together with my parents and siblings. And we just watched old family movies of me. And that blew my ever-loving mind Mm -hmm. why would you do that why would you want to do that and then i was like is this just a me thing i think see i don't feel like we did that but sarah's family does lots of lots of videos and they they like even like remember just like you or i with this show when we remember moments and we laugh about moments outside of watching it they have the same thing with their videos so like kind of remember on one of their movie one of their birthdays they'll just gather around like um, they haven't in a while, but sometimes, I mean, it's been a while even here, but Sarah will put one on and just kind of watch home movies. Growing See, up. I do that more with, you know, like with still pictures. I do that, you know, because, well, we, you know, we have our wall, our wall of pictures, you know, and so we added some this time or added some this week and going through the pictures and you, you go back and you see the like last Halloween, you know, and Nash and Nolan are buying the pumpkins and, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's cool. I mean, it's, it's wow. You know, this was, this was your trip. You know, I, when I look at your pictures, when you and Sarah moved to Boston, you know, that was kind of cool. And, and all those, Memories, you know, memories are good, even if they're bad, they're still good because because you remember this concept of just like watching home movies like blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, we we can do that next week if y'all want to come over. No, yeah, we can get them converted somehow. Oh yeah, I I'm sure there's a video of of, of me out there somewhere doing something. Maybe like <laughs> spots on a cheetah. One two three. I count with you, you count with me, or something like that. Oh, that's fun. One of those um, kid songs, but I, I don't I don't think I've ever seen them, if they exist. Yeah. But Alan's uh, doing Yeah. Like, or he was. And then Feeney tells him that, and then we cut back to the courtroom. Uh-huh. And this is when he's like, if you speak out of turn, I'm going to hang you. Uh-huh. Oh, on my birthday? What's oh, your birthday? Then he gives him all that, and then... Um, and Panga gets up, and she's like... I will pay his fine. Like, just tell me where the nearest ATM is. And this is where the biggest piece of evidence for this being a hell dimension and not an actual place. Where he's like, you're in the middle of nowhere. There is no ATM. Uh-huh. You'd think like a courtroom, especially. Yeah. That kind of scenario where people would be expected to pay money. Where like, yeah. You'd have something like that. Money is the way to get out of this. So obviously it's not the real way out of this. Mm-hmm. Um, then he's like, hat or dog? Can we get a princess hat? And so he does. He makes it very quickly. She's very, yes. How many balloons would it take to make that hat? Three, probably. Three, maybe four, but three for sure. Okay. I bet you can make it pretty fancy too. <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't you know, It wasn't fancy enough for a basic princess. I was a little disappointed. Man, Judge Lamb. Maybe, you know, it gets boring running a hell dimension all day. Maybe he's new at this. 
<laughs> He's like, I used to make nooses, but now I make balloons. And she just puts it on her head, happy as a clam, and goes off and goes and sits down and um then alan walks in and he's like i'll tell you what he sees him and he's like i'll tell you what i'll give you this quarter you go to the phone and tell your dad you're wrong i can't do that um turns around alan Alan says says, i don't think i'm wrong either Mm -hmm. so then they don't really come to much of a conclusion they're amidst arguing and the judge stops them Uh uh-huh calls them up it's time for sentencing Any sentences, Corey to two years of being a kid mm-hmm. and Alan to two years of cherishing all of that because it goes by too fast. Yeah. It's a speed trap. It's mm-hmm. a speed trap. <laughs> it's a speed trap. Do you, do you both feel like fatherhood is a speed trap? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I feel like, you, you know, they say the days are long, but the years are short. The middle of things, it's like, oh, I'm so tired or all this and probably even more like for my wife. But uh, then suddenly it's like, like my oldest, he's about to turn six. And she's like, when did that happen? How's it been that long? I have no idea. I know. He started school and my other one turned three. And it's like, how did how did you do that? I don't know. Um, so yeah. Is this what you were supposed to do? <laughs> it's just so quick. My oldest is going to be like 33. Mm-hmm. He is in like a week, 12 days. When this comes out, it'll be my birthday. How did that happen? As this day that it comes out, you'll be hearing it on my birthday. That's not true. The 23rd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because we've got one coming out this Thursday. And this mm-hmm. Okay. I thought it'd come out the week after your birthday. Nope. Because I still remember my little Cameron at the spelling bee. Don't all out. I want to hear about the spelling bee. Is there a home mini? I'm going to tell you. No home video. So, yeah, we live in an area with many natural disasters. Powerful windstorms and cyclones and whatnot. And my word, my first word on the spelling bee was tornado. And I spelled it T-O-R-A-N-D-O. Torando. Torando. (laughs) And I got out. And he was favored to win, too. Everybody was like, he spelt it. And the whole place went. (gasps) That was your first first word, tornado. First word. Tornado is such a phonetically like. It was, it was, no, you're telling me. We were like, we're like, this is Cameron's year. He's gonna, he's gonna tear it up. Mm-hmm. And we no just had ever. the May third, and we just went through the May third tornado. You think that I would remember? I uh, no one ever thought that I would ever win a spelling bee, so I can't relate. Uh-huh. Um, I still to this day cannot figure out what order the consonants go in and answer. Like no clue. I, I do it a different arrangement every single time, and I'm always wrong. <laughs> I actually think answer changes the order that the consonants go in. And swear. And swear. <laughs> Awkward is another fun one. Awkward. There's two W's in there. W. Um. Yeah, but that's the end of the episode. Talking about it being a speed trap, and then the little tag at the end is Corey and Alan watching videos together, and then they get in a tickle fight. They do. <laughs> They didn't do a tickle. <laughs> Classic. When you guys were when you were sixteen, did you guys get in lots of tickle fights? No, I, all the time. <laughs> Just left and right. You never, yeah. you never knew where the tickles were coming from. <laughs> no, can't say that we did. <laughs> um, <laughs> you want to be a circus clown? No, <laughs> no, can't say that I did that either. Uh, sad. You played sad. in the band. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. You were kind of a circus clown. In a sense. You, you, 
brought your mellophone around or baritone baritone that's baritone right. man he was in the burns flat band what it what's it a, like the baritone that looks like a trumpet what's it called that's the that's a, just a bar, marching baritone there's a one there's a french horn that looks like a trumpet and that's a mellophone okay but then it's the euphonium is the baritone that looks like a tuba but a small tuba oh played one of those too because it's the same but one's for the concert and one is for on the field yeah where you want your sound to go into the crowd have we ever talked about this that i also played baritone in sixth grade <laughs> I, did. I was terrible and wanted to drop out mid-year and they wouldn't let me because they <laughs> said in grade school you don't drop out of things mid-year mm-hmm. you'll never learn you I were was- in band purgatory <laughs> speed trap speed <laughs> trap of band so i during the concerts i would just go like <laughs> and then you had to, I, I i really thought if they would let me transition to trombone that i would like it more um it's the same basically the same instrument i don't know i just like thought trombone was cool and i thought my instrument was lame but they said i couldn't trans- transition instruments because i needed more baritones hmm. so i was just like I hate this. I think I was the only one my senior year. Me and two trombones and two tubas. I think I would even like tuba better than baritone. We might have had one other baritone. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a less known instrument. Yeah, Cameron played at his graduation. Yeah. Or played, baccalaureate. Yeah, graduation, wasn't it? Graduation on the baritone. Oh. Very- <laughs> yep. Did you yes, get canceled for forgetting mm-hmm. it? No. It was musical anyway, so I couldn't, I didn't sing the song. Oh, man. Who's the bassist who does that really well? Oh, what's his name? Victor Wooten. Victor Wooten. He's so good. He's very talented. You were the Victor Wooten of Burns Flat. This was Muldrow. That was Muldrow. You, you were the Victor Wooten of Muldrow. Some would say. <laughs> Some people call me the Victor Wooten of Muldrow. How many yeah, W's the, are in Wooten? What? How many W's are in Wooten? <laughs> Your guess one. is as good as mine. I think uh, it's the one. I'm guessing none because it probably starts with a V. Wooten. He's an incredible bassist. <laughs> He's really good. Well, there it is. The whole thing. We've made it through the episode. Been there, done that. Yeah. Um, oh, I, well... No, because Corey says he's not going to college. He's going to be a circus clown. Uh-huh. And he says, uh, he and Topanga. Don't argue about when you get married or who you're going to marry. He's like, me and Topanga already eloped mm-hmm. to Vegas. Yeah. And he then, does have that license now. So, And then he yells, Amy. And Amy says, no more kids. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Because they do, in fact, have another kid in a few seasons. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. We did it. Scott, you've recapped a whole episode with us. <laughs> and mom. And my sister Carly, right. the whole family, family affair. Hey, that was a that was a, I used to watch that show. Oh yeah, um, back in the seventies. If Carly wants to, you know, give us a review of Shang Chi, we'll read it on next week's episode. Uh-huh. Uh, you know her number. I do. Call her beep her if you want to reach her. <laughs> I want to page her. I can't because it's twenty twenty one. We don't do that anymore. Is a text message not basically a page? It's more or less. No, 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 no. Pagers <laughs> are much cooler. Well. Because <laughs> so. you had a pager and a phone. Okay. Okay. I guess we're making pagers a thing again. Let's do it. It's time. Um, yeah. So what did you rate it, Chance? Um, rating this episode is kind of hard because I just didn't care. <laughs> it was fine. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot of laughs. 
I didn't care about the conflict because it's, I thought both of them were just being children. Um, so I think I'm going to give it a 6.5. It was fine. A solid, like, above average. Middle of the road, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, what did you give it, Dad? 11. 11 out oh, of 10. 11 out of 10? I have problems with math. <laughs> <laughs> You're a uh, so it makes sense. I mean, uh, I I remembered it. You know, I remember the episode when I started watching. We started watching it. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. So, you know, I, so I wasn't surprised by the balloon animals. You know, that. but yeah, you know, for Boy Meets World episode, are there really? Well, you guys probably think there's some bad ones, but are there really bad bad ones? You know, I mean, there's been a couple. There's been couple a couple conkers. There's been a couple stinkers. Yeah, but. Not many. I don't think this is necessarily one of them. No. This wasn't going to go down in history as one of the ones we really didn't like. I think it's maybe a below average one in my enjoyment scale, but it's still like in the I enjoyed it category. Yeah. 725. Ooh, 725. Seven, two, I'm going to go with a 7. So we're all just okay. kind of right in there. Right in there. It was It was good. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Yeah. Was it? It was last week's episode that I just loved. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah, last week's episode was really good. You can be like, I need to go watch thirteen. I need to go watch thirteen. B and and B. Oh yeah, B and B's. B&B. It's so good. That's what we covered. I really liked that episode. We were both big fans. Just the comedy, the yeah. characters, just the way all the plots tied together was actually really good. And it's when Corey and Sean are up to a shenanigan. Uh huh. What's not to love? Philly shenanigan. A Philly shenanigan. Coined by Tara Light. Tara, come on the show. Uh-huh. Need to have her back on. Um, what? Do we do names or no, MVP? MVP what? is next. Okay. For my MVP, I said Judge Lamb. Judge Lamb. Well, I would say. That's what I said. Yeah, probably. It's Judge either Lamb. him or Morgan. Oh, see, I was going to say him or Topanga because her speech at Corey's <laughs> birthday is so Thank good. you for your attention at this difficult time. But I think we're all in agreement that it's got to be Judge uh-huh. Lamb. Yes. I sentence you to two years of two years of being a kid. (laughs) I sentence you to take those two years and cherish them because they go by too fast. Yeah, even just that little bit at the end. Like, yeah, the show was tending towards some of its melodrama, but I feel like that was a nice tying it up. Yeah. 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 It's when the eyes swelled up and I I thought it was cat hair, but I guess it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, is it raining in here? <laughs> yeah. Who's let the windows open and my allergies start acting up? <laughs> I don't know. It's um, a speed trap. <laughs> it's a speed time trap. <laughs> I thought you guys were tearing up at the tickle fight because you're like, we used to tickle fight all the time. You tickle fight so much, you start crying. <laughs> That's when it's good. you uh, start crying down your leg, then you know <laughs> the tickle fight's gone on too long. <laughs> too long. <laughs> We we have a real bad habit of giving these like one time guest spots to the MVP. Uh-huh. We really do. But it's worth it. Yeah. He doesn't deserve it. I don't the only the only character that like I was like, I like you this episode was Topanga, so or he didn't have the judge, he wouldn't have the you know. He's he's the he's the bacon of the episode. He's the duct tape. You know, he is. He's holding it all together. He is. All right. And what is another name for it? Um, I said boy meets a speed trap. Yeah, that's what I said too. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it just makes sense. I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to name this episode. 
Okay. Boys meet Cameron's family. (laughs) I was going to say boys meet dad jokes. But Um, but yeah, so boy meets a speed trap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another episode is done. Yeah, it's Um, a bag. Yeah, so what did you what did you think of this whole podcasting thing process? Yeah, I'm okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) You can take it or leave it. Not gonna make it. I mean, you know, it's it's Saturday night. No, nothing else to do. Might as well do something. Not going to the county fair. (laughs) Not going to the county fair, and you know, and. It keeps us hanging out. And yeah. Isn't that you do this like every Saturday night? Just about. Yeah. Tara's working. So the boys are asleep. Oh, uh, okay. It's true. He's, okay. He's in a speed trap. Yeah. In a sense. He's stuck mm-hmm. in his own purgatory dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Dad, is there anything you want to plug? Is there anywhere people can find you? Out on the on interwebs? The internet. So- oh, yeah. Yumpigokc.com. Yep. My dad has a food truck. Food truck. Yeah. Award winning food truck. Award winning. Award winning. Texas Food Truck Championship Award winner 2019. Oh, yes. And featuring our cowboy mac and cheese. Yes. That's Cameron's favorite. I invented it. Cameron <laughs> invented it. That's why it's the 23. Because number 23. Cameron's birthday is the 23rd. Oh, I was like, because you loved Michael Jordan? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, we have weird numbering things. You know, it's kind of inspired by Jersey Mike's. And so if you invent the dish, you get your number by it. Or if we name it after you, like, because, like, Ed really didn't come up with a Mundo, but that's his name. And he's not. A chance if you come up with a dish. Chance, yeah. Chance you come up with a dish, we might give you credit for it. All right. You take bacon. You wrap it in bacon. And bacon then you, wrapped bacon. You serve it on a, on, a, on a tray of bacon. You weave the bacon <laughs> into a, a mat. <laughs> I did that one time. I can't remember what I did. What? Weave bacon. Weaved it. Around the turkey? A turkey. I put it around the... Weaved it and drew around the turkey. Oh, oh that's nice. A tur- A turbacon. Bacon. A turbacon. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon. Not to be confused with Kevin Bacon. All right, I'm going to come up with a um, a recipe for bacon spaghetti, and uh, we, we have a BLT now too. We would throw it every once in a while with the fry bread, bacon, the coleslaw, and suans, tomato, Scotch bonnet jam. Ooh. Made in Oklahoma. We're the newest members of the Mio Coalition. Made in Oklahoma. Nice. Congratulations for that. Thank you. That's a plug there. MioCoalition.com. True. Yeah, you can check out my dad and the things he yeah. does at those places. Oh, and we have our book giveaway too. That's what we're famous for is our book. You buy a cowboy, we put money back. Buy books for school kids. Oh. We've sponsored different elementary schools, and we did one this past week, Monroe Elementary, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 345 more books. How many books have you guys given out by now? Over 2,600. Quite a few books. Yeah. I thought at first you said boat giveaway. I did too, and I was like, when did that start? <laughs> oh, we've given away one. 
Uh, and I won. <laughs> <laughs> there was only one entrant. All the others were lost. That's right. Okay. Um, kind of reminds me of, well, that was MASH. Is that your next, <laughs> next Is show? that your next podcast after Boy Meets World and MASH? I do a MASH podcast, actually. Um, I haven't seen it. so it'd It's be... good. It's, it's quality I think, TV. I think we were leaning towards what? Adam's family. Maybe Family Matters. We were leaning towards like a family matters. Mm-hmm. Maybe a Sabrina uh, the Teenage Witch. Maybe someday we'll expand into all of the TV. Oh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch would be good. I like that one. Yeah. Then we can watch the Netflix one. Um, the Adventures of Sabrina. How about Dallas? <laughs> Just bringing it all back <laughs> where we start. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's the most famous song written about Dallas, and you didn't even know it. I was just totally disappointed. Oh, the showdown. <laughs> now he gets it. Now I get it. I didn't I didn't ever see the showdown. The Ewing family. Well, all right. We want to say thank you to Dizzy Parker for our theme song. You can find a link to it. And thus, from there, all the other stuff he does in the description of this episode. Yeah. All, all good stuff worth checking out. I'm seeing if we have any reviews. Ooh, you check reviews. I'll check twit. Twi- twi- Twitter. Yep. No reviews. Easy check. All right. Um, no more reviews. So make sure you, if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed meeting my whole family, um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can leave reviews. I know that's the main one, um, but we're never going to adver- pay to advertise the show. So those reviews are going to help us just be seen. Oh, Yum Pig OKC follows us. Oh, yeah. We'll follow back. Follow back. We're a follow back girl. We follow are a back girl. <laughs> follow back boy meets world. Mm-hmm. No, we have. Nothing. Hey, I got it right there. Follow boy me. Yeah, I saw it. We have nothing new in the Twitter sphere, and we haven't gotten any emails that I am aware. Of. All right, so be sure to send those in if you got any. Um, we're getting really close to ten thousand total listeners. It's true. To listens to the show, so that's maybe even by the time this comes out, we'll have hit that. I think we're just a couple hundred away. Yeah, so it's we'll been see. a big month. Yes, had a couple really yeah. good months. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, just we're still having a lot of fun. Still cranking them out. It's become family affair. It has now. Just suddenly, in, in just a moment, um, it has become one. Um, but I think that is all that I have. Oh, by the time this comes out, we'll be really close to me being a guest on something special. But I can't say. So be on the lookout for more information on that because I'm pretty excited. Yeah, Cameron's going to be on his second solo podcast without me. Mm-hmm. Kicking chance to the curb. It's true. Last time he was sick. It's true. I was sick. I was supposed to be on that episode. Mm-hmm. But this time he was. In the not. words of Abba, take a chance on. It's true. I may have told the story on here before. I may not have. But I had a teacher in middle school who would sing that song every day I went into class. And I was like, oh, you're so silly. I don't know why you made up this song. And then in <laughs> high school, I would. In high school, I would hear that song and I'd be like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it's funny that you guys mention ABBA because it has a lot to do with what I'm going to be talking about. Ooh. That's my only clue. Their, their new album's coming out. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with that. But for the, the podcast I'm going on, it's 
Abba is actually really uh, important important to what Abba. I'm going to be talking about. Okay. Abba. Abba. I think it's Abba. 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 Um, but that's all I've I got. I think they're Swedish. And that's all I've got. So that's for everyone got. here, Boy Meets World Fever. So long, world. So long, world. So long, world. When this boy meets world.